All right. Amen, church. All right. Well, we're about to wrap up this portion of our weekend. Uh, and since I was asked to share a word, I always have a word to share. There's always something in God's word to share to his people. Amen? Amen. If you have your Bibles, therefore, would you turn to Luke, the 13th chapter. Luke, the 13th chapter. Luke, the 13th chapter. Luke, the 13th chapter, verse 22. And I want to read in your hearing a couple of verses here as we deal with the matter of a family reunion and what we expect having feast, having had this feast together. How do we move on? What do we anticipate from here? Verse 22. And he went through the cities and the villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are saved? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. And he will answer and say to you, I do not know you. Where you are from, then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence. And you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know you where you are from. Depart from me. All you workers of iniquity. I want to talk for a few minutes on the subject, the closed door. The closed door. Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit may come by now in a special way. Father, Touch our minds so our lives may be transformed to look more like your son, Jesus. Amen. So, the closed door. The closed door. Have you ever felt as though a door has been closed in your face? You've had an experience. You've been praying for something, hoping for something. But every time you try, every situation you meet, 
it appears that there is a closed door before you. Well, Jesus says, I am the door. And if the image of the door says to us that Jesus is the door, then truly we do not have much to worry about, if anything at all. Jesus' story about the door being shut to those who come too late suggests they had offended their host and deserved to be excluded. See, in the time Jesus' day, a student who turned up for class late, when you turned up late, the door would be shut. And you would not be allowed in the class for a whole week. So you would think and consider and perhaps even pray about the challenge you have of being late, of being not faithful, of being tardy. Jesus told this story in response to the question of who will make it to heaven? Now, I don't know who will make it to heaven, <laughs> but I know that I want to be in heaven. I want to make it to heaven. I don't really worry about how I'm going to make it. If I make it with one arm, one leg, <laughs> I want to make it to heaven. You know, for I understand that when I get to heaven, it will be all right. It will be all right. Rabbis, in the time when Jesus, this question was posed to Jesus, had one thing in their mind when it came to heaven. In their mind, theologically, heaven was meant solely for Jews. If you were born a Jew, you were naturally saved. You had nothing to worry about. Because you don't have anything to ask God to forgive. It is entitled to you, your salvation is safe. But if you are a Gentile, if you are a Gentile, pretty much life is over at birth. There is no escape. But thank God for Jesus. The door, Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Now, Jesus surprises listeners. How can a carpenter be telling us, we know who your father is, or we know who your daddy is? He's Joseph. And not really, because we're not even sure about that. He's your stepfather. Isn't that so? And moreover, you're an illegitimate child. So how are you telling us that you are the door? And we Jews who have inherited salvation, how are you saying to us that we must come through you? 
Well, apparently they didn't know who they were speaking to. For in Jesus, there was power, as the spirit of prophecy says, power that is wrapped up in Jesus is unborrowed and underived. So, what is this pericope saying? Jesus warns us years ago and even tonight. Jesus is saying that you can be excluded from the kingdom. You could be. You cannot depend, Jesus is saying, on the fact that you were born in the Adventist church. For these were good Adventists, if you please, Jews, Adventists. Kept Sabbath, did all the rituals, the traditional things, everything great. <laughs> but Jesus is telling them, well, few, he says. Few would be saved. But thank God tonight, I leave you with good news. Good news. You like good news? Good news. I have good news. I'm excited about good news. Bad news breaks my heart, but good news. And Jesus, having given them the bad news, now is about to give them some hope. For I'm sure there must have been some Gentiles listening in. What about us? Jesus is saying, Tonight to us, I am the door. And if anyone, man, woman, boy or girl, enters by me, he will, not maybe, he will be saved. Strive. That's all right. Another word for strive is to agonize. Strive, if you will. But it's still by me, Jesus says. Are you wealthy? Is your retirement good? It is still by me, Jesus says. Do you have a nice family? <laughs> it's still by me, Jesus says. Maybe you come from the hood. They're still good in the hood, amen? It is still by me. Still by me. To enter the kingdom of God, we must struggle against the forces of temptation. And whatever would hinder us from doing the will of God. Indifference in the family, compromise in the family, will not allow us to walk through the door. The good news tonight is that we do not struggle Alone. We got an elder brother. As we strive side by side for the faith of the gospel, Jesus assures us complete victory. Trust God's grace and help, especially in times of testing 
and temptation. The closed door is only faced by you who refuse to allow Jesus to come into your life. For he is the door. Father, we thank you so much for your word tonight. It rings true, O oh God. It tells of a better way. It gives us hope. It gives us assurance. It lifts our burdens, O oh God. It removes our doubts and our fears. It leads us to your son Jesus, who is the better way. Who makes a way out of no way. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for what Jesus has done on Calvary's tree. For the blood he shed for us. Though he knew we were yet sinners. We thank you. And we anticipate this week a walk with you like never before. Father God, as we enter into this untried week, we ask that you may walk with us. That, Father, you may wait, make the way plain. That you may shine the light upon our path. Father, fill us with your Holy Spirit so we may live by the truth we know. We long to see you. Hasten your coming, O oh God. For we are not looking to be ready when you come. We know we must be ready. So thank you for hearing and answering our prayer. For we pray it in no other name but the name of Jesus. Let everyone say, Amen.